program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right. We are ready. It is time to get after it once again here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley, live from Ireland Golf Course today. We're going to get after it. We're going to have some fun. And we're going to make it happen here on the show. Can you hear me? No, I'm getting the uh, studio volume, but not your volume. How about now? Now I got it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. You just got to open up your right ear, not your left ear. Generate the one point that I have two ears. One point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, it's mine's still like it's a little thing. Hello, check one two. There we go. I probably should have done that earlier instead of talking about golf. Well, we got a little little golf on the TV right now, which is always nice. You know, again, man, he's on fire. He's on fire. Did you see Bubba Watson now is maybe going to LIV? And yeah. I'm like. I remember when Bubba Watson was really good. At the Masters? Yes. Because that's the only course that fit to his little power fade. But now, I mean, I won't miss him either. But anyway. Yeah, but you saw the numbers that came out yesterday. Next year, the purses are going to total more than $400 million for like 14 events. Yeah. And they don't. But again, you you don't even have to play good. No. Watson's going to be a captain I, of one of the four-man teams. And I totally get why players are doing it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean I have to watch it. Sure. Doesn't mean I have to have a give a rat's behind about anything that happens in it. Um, you know, but I, I do get why the players are doing it, although I would say 90% of them don't even, can't even find Saudi Arabia on a map. Because as you know, Jeff, golfers – I would say uh, on a scale of one to ten, if I, I would say golfers are right are very low on the one to ten scale in terms of intelligence. They're not smart guys. In fact, I believe you have to be kind of dumb to be really good at golf. Really? Yeah, because you got to be able to block everything out that matters. You can't be sitting up and on the tee and thinking about how. There's something going on in your you know that you've got to worry about or you've got something going on. So uh, you're saying Nicholas was dumb? Uh, I don't know. I, maybe maybe he's an exception. I mean, to the, the guy started an apparel company, designs uh, golf courses. Can't be dumb. He had a great manager. Paul Palmer had a great manager. I'm not saying they're they're all dumb, but I'm saying a lot of them are just not very smart. They're not, they're not book learned. <laughs> and, and like I said, see I, what uh, Brooks Kepka said yesterday. Oh God, I did see that. <laughs> My, I mean, it's just like I. Can I dislike that guy anymore? I mean, he's not wrong, probably. It doesn't matter. You don't say that. But you want people to be real. You wanted people to come out and say money is the only reason I want to be a part of this. Charles Howell said yesterday uh, that he that money had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, 
Charles Howell, again, I, I'm just trying to – are you Thurston's son? Because I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, that's a total lie. Quit lying. And so it, it, that you're right. I would rather them be honest, but, man, that may be going too far, and it also throws his wife right under the bus. So if, if you miss what Kepka said, he basically said, money cures everything, I'm getting along great with my wife, and – you know, if she starts to uh, tick me off or want something, I just if spend... she starts to bother me. Now, if she starts to bother me, well, I could never get away with that. Even giving my wife a thousand dollars on Venmo, she said. He said, "I'll just Venmo her a thousand bucks, and she's all happy." Yeah, <laughs> I could never get away with that. Not only that, but my wife would say, "Well, you know, uh, you have a stack of cash here. Can I just take some of that? I don't need to Venmo it." But um, they probably are all like Scrooge McDuck sitting in their room, you know. Their bank vault throwing the money up in the air. Yeah. It is what it is. I, nothing I can do about it. But um, Oh, so they made Trevor Immelman is now the President's Cup. Uh, so who's going to be the Ryder Cup captain now that Stenson has uh, abandoned ship? I don't know. Maybe him. Maybe. Well, no, he can't be him. Well, and he's from South Africa. Yeah, I know there, there's a lot of people listening right now. And again, we're we're at a golf course, so that's how we're starting the show. And golf's on TV right now, but it, it still is like this summer. I think especially, I've had more, and we've we've got our kids camp going on this week at Ironwood, which is it's great. It's all it's well, it's yep. like modified babysitting because you get 20 kids running around screaming their heads off someday they'd rather be yeah, inside but they're, they're but learning they're yeah. learning the game and, and understanding it and it's fun to see the little clubs and all that stuff but like i feel like the game is growing more like well you had that big spike with tiger yeah but now with, then you had the spike with covid sure and you every, certainly had that yeah. when everyone wanted to just get out again but there's a lot of people that it's it's been fun to watch and even from the female side that have come out here at least, and you know everybody's wearing the the golf skirts now. That's the the big thing, so it's uh, it's fun to see. And you know, I think it, it's a sport where you don't have to be good. I think you know the best of the best really need to be good. But I also like it from the standpoint of people come out to just goof off and have a beer yeah. and enjoy themselves and have the camaraderie with their buddies and have a good time. You, you want to play well, especially if you're good and you get frustrated if you don't. But more often than not, it's it's probably the only sport, I mean, other than maybe beer league softball, but I think even in beer league softball, you'd get frustrated. Like if you went 0 for 4, you'd be really pissed off. But if you hit four good shots, that's a that's a nice round of golf. Yeah, the, the, the problem for golf that I think is always is the amount of time it takes to play, but also, you know, you can hit three good shots and make a par on a par five, and the next hole shank it in the woods, and now it's all down the hill. I think some people get so frustrated with that. It's not a millennial sport necessarily. But you have to understand, though, that you're not you going to be good unless that's your job and that's all you're doing. It's a game to be played, not mastered. Right. That's a good way to put it. I mean, when I when – I, like I'll sit, I'll hit a shot the other day. Well, actually, yesterday, on twelve out here, I'm I'm about however far out I I can't remember how far out, but I'm hitting eight iron. I'm just t- hitting a kind of a knockdown eight iron up on the green to you know get a birdie putt, right? Totally skull it, skull city. But it's right at the pin. It keeps going. Next thing you know, I go. This may be an eagle three, and it stops short. But uh, it, I mean. So am I supposed to be happy or mad with that? That's that's the thing about golf. 
Happy. Well, I was happy-ish. I wasn't totally happy because I've been struggling with that my iron game, but I may have found something yesterday. You're about to find out what it is. No. Because uh, I hit the pin on 18, my last hole yesterday. So I think I found it. Good. And, and you know, that's the other thing about golf. I think I figured this thing out. And then, like, the next hole you go, boy, I, I, I am terrible. I'm quitting golf. I'm never playing again. That's the game. The game is it beats you up. It'll definitely it makes you. It makes you so happy. Well, and uh, a lot of people will be happy tomorrow if the uh, the Gators get some commitments. Big day. Friday night lights has been a uh, a big deal around here, recruiting wise, for a long time. And tomorrow is that day. Some big names coming. There's a 2024 quarterback that the Gators are really big on. That they're going to try to wow and, and do some things. Several wide receivers, but I think the biggest part of everyone that's here. Is Corey Raymond's bringing in some dudes, yep. and you're starting to see the impact now of what is probably the best cornerback coach in the country, and the big reason why Billy Napier wanted to come here. I mean, you've got the the number one kid in, in next year's class that's going to be on campus. You've got several others that, because of Corey Raymond, want to be a part of this thing. And I think the the conversation has been, man, Florida's. And one of the quotes I thought. I guess it was good, but it's also bad. Florida's like the up-and-coming school. Unfortunately. Because they, I think there's yeah. some kids out there that think, well, maybe Florida was never good because they can't look back 15 years. Exactly. So they're just thinking, well, you know, Florida's just kind of petered around and, you know, whatever. But, no, Florida's got a history. And then when they get them on campus, maybe they can show them that history and make sure that they understand how good the Gators can be, and certainly they can get to that point again. But I, I think for all the people that – have moaned and groaned about what Billy Napier's done, this could be a really big weekend if he gets a couple of guys to commit. Well, not only that, but tonight is a big night for him because you've got three kids from Osceola that are going to commit that are big-time recruits. Um, and where they go, I mean, like, I, I don't think Florida will go 3-0 and on them. If they go 3-0, and people are going to lose their minds in a positive way and the recruiting rankings in a jump. If they go 2-1, and it's going to be still good. If they go one and two, okay, well, at least you got one of them. If you go on three, everybody's going to go, well, that's it. That's, that's the end of it. Stop it. But, I mean, I, I've tried to tell people this, and nobody wants to listen to it. You just don't, especially in this day and age, you can't turn around recruiting overnight. It's something that takes a while, building relationships, getting. And don't forget, when you talk about history, Jeff, the history of the University of Florida and, and how, I mean, look, it's only been great since 90. As we, I mean, <laughs> Florida was, was what it was. We all loved Emmett Smith. We all loved Chris Collinsworth. We all loved Jack Youngblood, Wilbur Marshall. But the bottom line is Florida didn't really achieve at the level they should have been achieving until 90. But even that, these kids don't know that era. They don't know the Spurrier era. They don't even know the Urban era. They're, they're on the, you know, what they're on, Florida's up and down era. But when you get that facility done and you can bring them in and say, look at this, this is what we are, they'll go, hmm, this, this I mean, again, I've, told, I've said this a million times, artist rendition doesn't mean anything to anybody, to any kids. Yeah, but the, the palm trees have been put out front, so That's a good that start. means it's legit. Yeah. It's getting close. Water those things in and. 
it'll be ready to go. And, and that be, that will be a factor. But, I mean, it's not the only factor. I mean, we obviously know what NIL has done and, and changed everything. But, um, you know, of course, Florida lost a recruit the other day, Malik Bryant. Well, I thought it was going Miami all along. but um, yeah, They paid him off. You're allowed to do that. Well, are you? Well, you're you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to do it before, but you know people are. I mean, that's the bottom line. The bottom line is, okay, before people would cheat, uh, Jeremy Pruitt is a good example, they would cheat, and they knew they were violating NCAA rules. Now they cheat, and they think they might be, but they aren't sure, and nobody will tell them they are. And that is, that's where I think when, when all these coaches have talked a, little, a lot about how their concern is where college football is heading, and the, the reason is, is it's rudderless. You know, when you have a rudderless ship, it, it just goes around in circles. And right now that's what the NCAA has no power, and, and uh, the, the commissioners are only out to please themselves which I don't blame them. That's their job. I mean, Greg Sankey's job is to make the SEC great. Mm-hmm. Greater. It's already great. His job is not to college football. It's not about making college football great. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, it's uh, as we go forward, you would hope that they can maybe knock down a few tonight, knock down a few Friday, have a big weekend. If you have a big weekend, I think it's going to change the way kind of people look at Florida. We shall see. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll open up the phone lines for you, 392-8255. Sam is back in the studio. If you would like to call, he'll uh, connect us with you, and we'll get after it. You are listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Elberstein. Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting center Ryan Jensen was carted off the field today in training camp with a left knee injury. The severity of the injury is unknown to this point. The Florida Gators basketball teams will head to Charlotte in December to participate in the inaugural Jumpman Invitational event. The matchups are set as both Gator teams prepare for the Sooners. Florida Gators running back Naquan Wright has been named to the watch list for the Werfel Trophy. This is his second watch list edition. The Rays wrapped up their series with the Orioles in a 3-0 loss. Tune in here tomorrow at 6.30 for live coverage of Tampa Bay's first game in their series against Cleveland. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. Thanks, Steve. I know that the folks at Road Heaver Boys Ranch appreciate your efforts on their behalf. Like Steve, I know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. Thanks again. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. 
you can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Matt Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio platform. Welcome back. We are live at Ironwood Golf Course, where there'll be a little league play tonight. It looks like it's gonna weather's gonna be fine, which is amazing. Once, once I hear from the weatherman, lovely bartender Sarah is here. Sarah, uh, once I hear from the weatherman that it's gonna rain, I know it's not gonna rain. At yeah, that's the way it works. But if I if they say, hey, it's gonna be a nice day, it's gonna rain. I know that. We although you haven't gotten a lot out here. There've been a lot of afternoons. Yeah, a couple nights ago they, they rained pretty hard, but not never so hard. I mean, I think you've had to go cart pass twice maybe all all summer, which is I, – I mean, you remember the summer, what was it, three years ago um, when you had cart pass almost every day. Yep. It, it rained all the time. In fact, it was cart pass only for our golf tournament out here that one year, and it took seven hours to complete – because it was so that's bad. not the way you want to play a golf tournament, believe me. No, but it's certainly good now. You know what else has been really good? And NFL training camps have gone on. This is for you fantasy people out there. Kadarius Tony oh, yeah. is really, oh, yeah. really impressing some people. And I think when you look at that new offense now of what they're going to have in New York, I think he's got a chance to have a re- – I mean, they, they spent a first-round pick on the dude. So yeah. you know that – they're going to try to get him the ball, and he has been really, really good. So that'll be well, fun to watch. And again, I, I it with with NFL training camps, you never know. And I, I kind of acquiesce to the uh, the guys that really know the NFL and covered the training camps and everything. But if there are two names that have stood out in this NFL training camp, just looking at Twitter, looking at stories, looking at this, the two names are Kadarius Tony and Trevor Lawrence. Now, again, Trevor Lawrence is not facing guys trying to kill him. Yeah. And it could be different. But, I mean, we all know he's going to be good. It's just a matter of when it clicks in. So, um, if it does click in uh, this year, I mean, all of a sudden it kind of changes your perspective on um, on the Jaguars. I, again, I'm not going to make the playoffs. They, they don't have enough players, good players. But they got a coach that treats them like men. 
and uh, is a professional coach instead of somebody coming in there and, you know. Being who he is. Kicking players. (laughs) Well, I'm interesting to see because, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was everything. He was great. And it's cool that he is an hour and a half away from here, and you would want them to to be good, him be successful. And I think it'd it'd be fun if if he got really, really good. It would create a buzz around here. Absolutely. Well, and I've always said this, Jeff, and uh, I said it. I, I said it to Tom Coughlin. It's kind of funny. We had a uh, meeting with Tom Coughlin and Wayne Weaver, believe it or not, when they first came here. And it was um, with me. It was me because I was sports editor, I guess, then. Yeah. And uh, the uh, publisher at the time, John Fitzwater. And it was basically they were trying to get people. They were trying to get us to start covering the te- to cover the team and get people interested in season tickets and all this stuff. And I just sat there and I go, guys, you don't hey, don't count on Gainesville. Gainesville is a Gator town. It's all a – well, you know, Gator fans also can be fans of ours. I go, yeah, but they're done after Saturday night. They're done. They're they're wasted. They're, they're worn out. They've been sitting in the sun. You're not going to get that many people up there uh, for that. Um, and I was right. I mean, that they their season ticket sales in Jacksonville – or Gainesville are not very good. But I think they thought, I think Weaver thought that, okay, North Central Florida is football country. Sure. Nobody loves it like this part of, we we can pull from South Georgia, we can pull from, you know, all these different counties, uh, whether it's uh, Columbia County and St. John's County, even down to Flagler County. I mean, mean, heck, I think they probably thought they could pull from, you know Marion County and and, uh, and uh, what is Orlando's County? Valent? No, it's not Valencia. What's Orlando's? Co- Orange County. Yeah, and Valencia. But I think they thought they could pull from all these places, and the truth is, no, it doesn't work that way. Not not in this community because this this kind of area is into college football. Yeah, but but Jacksonville has grown. I think so much, and we already know how big it is area-wise, yeah. and how many people are moving in there. If Trevor Lawrence becomes Peyton Manning sucked his first year. He did, and then he became really, really good. Troy so what Aikman if was one in fifteen? You know, what if all of a sudden he turns into one of those? Then I think people will want to no go doubt. see him play. No doubt, but I mean, you're you're looking at a, at a uh, season ticket sales right now where the Packers and uh, Steelers probably sell more season tickets to Jaguar games <laughs> than uh, than uh, the Jaguars do. So. Again, it is it's been a weird franchise in that way, and that they had this unbelievable right away boom. You know, here's Brunel and Baselli and all these guys, and Fred Taylor, and you know everybody kind of liked them, and then they, they just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Then they had the the one year resurgence, and then everybody got full of themselves, and it went right back down the tubes. Then they hired Urban, and that was just a wasted year. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably set them back more than anything. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. But if you're right, if Trevor Lawrence turns out to be the next great quarterback, and I don't, I don't even want to compare him to like Aaron Rodgers or, or, or Patrick Mahomes. He's a totally different kind of quarterback. Uh, if he, if he ends up being that guy, yeah, he he was the most coveted person as a freshman in college. It's and, another good example of you got to have the right guys around. Yeah, I, I get that, but but I don't know if Peyton did. 
either. He just eventually made him good. So can Trevor Lawrence be that guy to make everybody else good? Well, and that's the thing you got to do. You've got to be able to get guys around you, and you've got to have the right GM. You've got to have the right people in charge because that's been a problem uh, for a long time in Jacksonville. Though, though, then they had this class or this group of guys over a couple of years period. You know, it was Leonard Fournette. It was uh, Jalen Ramsey. They brought in all these great players, and what happened? They were a, a bad call away. Uh, was it Miles Jack who – Picked, uh, grabbed that fumble and ran it back, and they and they they overruled it from being in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so and then everybody said, "Well, we're great. We got to we'll get out of here. We get out of Jacksonville." It's hard for Jacksonville also to recruit free agents there because it's still not, you know, it ain't Vegas. It's not South Beach. It's not L.A. It's not even Green Bay. But I. I don't know. It's it, to me it would be similar to like San Diego. No. 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 Have you been to San Diego? Once I went to the zoo. And now San Diego is one of the coolest towns you want to be at. But why isn't Jacksonville like that? It's just not. I think it's too spread out. I think it's I, I, that's that, always been but, the criticism. If, if it's not San Diego, still like Ponte Vedra and everything that's there and. St. Augustine, like it's all the same within the the radius of what that is. So why couldn't yeah, it be you're that? Yeah, but to live in St. Augustine and drive and know, be a Jag season ticket minutes. holder. Why not? No, I'm saying as a I'm talking about um, uh, free agents. You know, that's where they, it Jacksonville doesn't hold anything for you. Okay, it, it's not like oh I want I want to live in Jacksonville. I mean I I've lived in Jacksonville. My family all lives in Jacksonville. I'm going to Jacksonville on Tuesday to play. Uh, Glenn Kernan, and then Southampton. So I be I like Jacksonville, but I'm just saying a lot of people that are you know in the uh, great players don't want to do that. They that's not something that appeals so, to them. So where do they live? Well, they live out by my brothers. A lot of them did. In the high roller district. Fred Taylor lived next to him. John Henderson lived down the, the street. And, and how far is that from the stadium? Uh, Fifteen twenty minutes. But Ponte Vedra is a lot further, and, and so is. Yeah, but we stay in Ponte Vedra for the Florida-Georgia game. Yeah, you got a bus to take you in with a police escort. Okay. You're not, you're not getting that when you get up at 6 in the morning to go run drills. <laughs> There's no police escort. Yeah, but Although there still, may be police behind it you. It can't be that far. It's a, it's a good haul. I'm, I'm just saying, what is the appeal for – a lot of guys to to go live in Jacksonville. You got a downtown that's yeah, that not sucks. Good. Uh, you're going to have to live somewhere, and your best friend could live 20 minutes away. And uh, I just don't think it's there's a, a lot of a. I don't know. I guess I just think of it more of like the beach is right there. It's not right. Go there, live though. on the beach. Do you and know then how far the beach is from downtown that stadium? 25 minutes? Yeah. So it's That's not, not right, bad. But it's not right there. I drive 25 minutes to Ironwood. That's a you choice, though. And that's what I'm saying. If you had a choice of I living. would do it because I'm living on the beach. You can't go live on the beach if you're playing in Carolina or Atlanta. Where, where, do you, where are you going to yeah, go live got, there? you got better kind of op- opportunities, clubs, stuff like that. Who cares? You got other professional sports going on. You got other pro athletes you can hang with. 
You know, I'm just telling you what I think. I mean, you, you you'd rather go. You'd rather. All right, let's. You'd rather go play in. Give me a city. All right, uh, I'm trying to think of a but crappy but, city. But, Kansas City. But you're talking about me. Then Jacksonville. You're talking about me. Versus Anybody? Why? Why would you make it if you're? If you're that and about family and, you know, you have a wife and she wants to live in luxury, what, you'd rather live in Kansas City than Jacksonville? I would rather play for Andy Reid than play for Doug Peterson. But now you have Doug Peterson. Well, I mean, I again, I think that was the right call for them to make, but my point is Andy Reid's one of the best coaches ever, ever coached. All right. It's a fascinating question. Let's go to the uh, phone lines and get Nick to join us next here on the tailgate. Hey, Nick, welcome to WRUF. Hey, how you doing? I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Yeah, we miss you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long, hot summer. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, it's better than Green Bay in February. So, but I, um, I, gotta, I got, Pat, I got to tell you something. You, you said something yesterday uh, about. Uh, Don't remember. Uh, uh, it was uh, Fleetwood Mac. And, and and you were talking about Tusk because you guys were talking about band fight songs. That's what it was, right? And you were talking about USC. And you remember when they? I, I, you remember when they had the big Tusk and they had the USC band out there? It was pretty cool, actually. Right. But right. Um, yeah, you know, you know, Stevie Nicks didn't uh, didn't want that album to be named that, right? Because Tusk was slang for a certain male appendage uh, at the time. And she thought that um, it was not a good idea, but uh, Mick said he didn't care. He was going to do it anyway. So just uh, just so you know, you know. By the way, I didn't know this. I saw it on, on Jeopardy. The first woman to go into the Hall of Fame, which is the Hall of Fame is a bit of a joke, but to go in the Hall yeah. of Fame with a group and as a solo artist was Stevie Nicks. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess they wanted to make a statement, and, you know, she's not too bad looking. She's pretty easy on the eye. She had a bunch of hits. You know, I thought they should have put Linda Ronstadt in there first, but that's me, you know. But Well, um, she was – She was. I don't know if she would have gotten in for the Stone Ponies, though. I mean, that was just a, a studio band that they put together with Glenn Fry and all those guys, but – but I yeah. mean, she, you, so she couldn't gone in as a. I, I don't know that I would put her in as a uh, member of a group. You certainly put her in very, you know, very early. As yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I, I was in, uh, I was in Publix, you know, and I, they're on the Rolling Stone. They had the, they have Fleetwood Mac on the on the cover, and uh, you know, I, it's an older picture though, because because um, Mick does not look that good anymore. He's. He's he's the youngest of the band, but he looks the oldest. So, but he looked um, old when he was young. Yeah, he's uh, well. You know, I think it's the being as tall as he is. It's just you know hard to pump the the, the good looking jeans up that high. So <laughs> I was just one of those things. But you well, know, Cardozo's uh, evidence of that. So. Uh, I'm not going to touch that one. You know, I'll let I'll let uh, I'll 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 just go along and with the flow here. I was going to tell you, uh, you know, Jacksonville, um, you know, I can see your point about Jacksonville. You know, it's kind of a pit. It's always been there. It's always been like that. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't know, Charlotte, Cleveland, 
I, I, there's worse places to go, but I see Detroit? what you're as, as far as, you know, as as who you want to play for. Right now, you know, if I had the option of Cincinnati? Playing, like said, none of those teams Andy are Reed. piling up. None of those teams are piling up free agents, right? Yeah. Great free I, agents. I, was, I mean, unless you but, give them enough money and you've got or you've got something going on that they want to be a part of. You know, where you've got what a good team. What about the Jets, you guys? God, they're horrific. I don't. I don't. I, I feel. I actually feel sorry for Jets fans. To tell you the truth, so it's almost like being a Magic fan, but not that bad. But you know, it's are just they still one of in the league? Things. The Magic? He's the number one pick. And Pablo Banchero. That's not a good thing. Although yeah, I do we'll, like him as a player. Yeah, we'll watch and see what happens with that one. I, I'm. I'm not going to hold my breath. I can tell you that. But listen, um, you guys got to I, – I enjoy the, uh, the uh, golf roundup. I think, uh, I think uh, maybe Pat and you should get together, you know, and have a show where you, or something where you can have, like, the golf course of the day or something. And, uh, cause I, I, you know, it's always interesting to, to – you know, you have Golden um, Ocala down there and some of these other ones. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to hear about some other courses, you know, that aren't too far away, but I've never played. So uh, I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. If, Thank if, you, Nick. If I just did uh, Alachua County, it would be a short show. It would be a week. <laughs> we wouldn't even be a full week. I know. <laughs> we got four. All right. Well, there's way more than four people here at the uh, the bar having a good time at uh, Ironwood Golf Course today. If you uh, – why well, just come hang out? Just do it. Come by, swing, and say hey. You got uh, a little Thursday night league going on. Always bar specials. Always a uh, great place to come out and just hang out. We'll take a break. If you want to come hang out with us, you can. 392-8255 on the phones. Sam is back in the studio taking those calls, and we'll be right back here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. There's still a chance for a very isolated passing sea breeze shower into the evening, but most spots staying warm and dry. Low temperatures tonight under clear skies falling into the mid to lower 70s. Tomorrow, sunny and hot. Highs climbing to the mid-90s. Heat indices closer to 105 for several hours in the afternoon. Again, an isolated sea breeze storm can't be ruled out, but most spots staying dry. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You used to watch the Adam West Batman? Absolutely. Uh, that was my favorite show. Batman! Yeah. Catwoman, the whole deal. Julie, Julie Newmar was my all time uh, crush. Oh, oh, that was, that was, was a. Remember, she make that sound? It's perfect. Oh, that Batman right there is the best TV I ever saw in my life to this day. Boom, bang, yeah. pow! Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator Head Football Coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dool, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Yeah, I don't know. That's the, uh, I, I didn't know who Julie Newmar was from the uh, little promo there, so Pat had to... Let me know that she was Catwoman. She's all right. You said Ann Margaret was all right. Yeah, but I know Ann Margaret from the Grumpy Old Men movies. 
got to take them in their prime. Yeah. That's where the Julie Newmar was. Yeah, it was a big deal. Again, don't forget, we had three channels back then. So That's when true. Batman came on, it was a big deal. Yeah. Adam West, Burt Ward as Robin. Yeah. The Burgess Meredith as the Penguin. Uh, uh, Frank Gorshin, who was a great impersonator as a Riddler. Okay. Uh, Cesar Romero as a Joker. Wow. Um, I think that was it. That was Those were the big stars. And Julie Newmar as uh, Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah. And she, you know, we... We didn't see girls like that, Muriel. Very true. We didn't see girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they were we black to, and white. Yeah, we go to school when there'd be, you know, like 13-year-old girls. We weren't, we weren't doing much for it. No, get it. We All right. to have that 25-year-old Julie Newmar. 392-8255, Jeff and Pat or here with you. Funicello. Yeah. <laughs> Where the boys are. What about uh, Julie Andrews from Sound of Music? Not my cup of tea. No. He's a great actor. Actress, actor, whatever. Great singer. I liked her in Victor Victoria. But Julie Newmar blew her away. I'd agree with that. Looking at the picture. All right, let's get back to the phones and get Larry to join us next here on the tailgate. Hey, Larry, what's up? Hey, Larry, how you guys doing? Or Jeff, I'm sorry. Um... I had a this couple is Larry of and my other brother, people. Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember those guys. Um, I have a couple of comments about the SEC network. I don't know how much you guys watch it, but I've just about written it off because every time they show one of our replays, it seems like we're losing. I mean, this, you know, this time of year they're doing the uh, – SEC rewinds, and of course they're going to show the 1998 Florida-Tennessee game. Uh, they have the 1992 Alabama-Florida SEC championship game. Uh, they had the Ole Miss-Florida replay at the Swamp, uh, Tebow's year. Uh, but they never seem to ever show Florida winning a game, and I don't get it. I mean – we overall we've won more SEC and national championships than any other SEC school, yet they never show us actually winning when they replay our games. And I know everybody loves to beat the Gators, but you would think we would get a break every now and then. Um, I've tried to, um, you know, contact and complain about it, but all you you get this. Um, you know, a little response back that's automated that they shoot back to you and say your comments are going to be given to somebody higher up. But, of course, nothing ever gets done. But, anyway, I don't know how you guys, if you guys ever, if you watch it a lot or if you've ever noticed that pattern year after year or what. Well, I think more recently they're showing games, and obviously I, I saw that the Florida Georgia game was on from last year. They're gonna yeah, I watched a little bit of it. They're gonna show the the teams that just it doesn't matter, and there are no good yeah, games. There's from just last year for the and there's no good games for the Gators. So I think that's so maybe it, the the perception is certainly like that. Um, but and Alabama does have more SEC national titles than than the Gators do. So um, there is there is that school in all sports. Well, yeah, yeah, true. 
Um, well, a like good no example is when they before. is when they took over the Gator Nation. You know, the Gators took over the, yeah, the day. network. They didn't show any well, basketball yeah. or football. Yeah, they didn't because there's nothing to show. So uh, for for this year, so no, I I think look, I, I is there a, a lean towards Alabama? Yeah, you know why they're the king the king of the roost right now, and there is definitely a lean that way. But um, you know, I I mean I watch it a lot, and I watch uh, I do see Gator games that are on there. But well, I mean I'm not just it. talking about football. I'm talking about any kind of sport. It seems maybe I catch it at the wrong time, but. I'd never yeah, I think you need to yeah. You need to go record where, where things, can... yeah. As far as yeah, I, I don't... From the past, we have a lot of victories over the years that they could at least show one or two of our victories over somebody. But yeah, I, mean, I, I don't but I don't think they go too far back unless it's that takeover for the entire day. Yeah. If they're showing other stuff, the content is within the last year or two, and obviously Florida has not been good in in football necessarily. Last year, certainly, and, and even in basketball, the last couple of years. So there's just no really big games. And you know, Larry, I, I certainly, you, you know, we'd love to see the the Gators win, but I mean, is there one game or two that would really stick out? Even if they showed the SEC championship game from a couple of years ago, I mean, the Gators still lost it. So, um, but, I mean, there just hasn't been a bunch 90, of big victories. They're going back to 98 and 92. They showed the but that's on the but that's on the Gator Takeover Day. No, that was on that's these the games that they are labeling SEC rewinds. Classics, okay. They were okay, classic the games. You know that's yeah, part but of the we had some classic, Florida had an awful lot of games too. Well, Florida's had a lot of games where they won by a lot, and they weren't classic. So, uh, in the Spurrier era especially, there weren't well, that I mean, many close games that Florida won. In our eyes, they're classic, I guess. Well, that, I yeah, guess but your eyes, but they're looking at the entire, yeah. you know, the whole entire. Get, but, again, yeah, I look, I it, I, I, look, I don't get a lot of the programming on the SEC network. I totally agree with you. And, but, and, and that's why I don't watch it a lot. Uh, because it it gets a little bit ex, uh, a little bit too Alabama centric and a little bit too uh, where you don't see much of Florida, but um, it is what it is. I mean, when we knew when the SEC right. network started that it was going to be more Alabama games than anybody else, you know. It, it, right, it, it, I understand. Uh, yeah, whoever's winning at the time, yeah, they're going to lean lean towards that. But you would think since it's called the SEC network. They would allow, you know, they would give equal, somewhat equal, to all the schools, yeah. but that's not the no, way no, it's no, going to no. be. They're not going to do. And it. I understand that. So, I'm so sure anyway. the Vandy fans aren't real mad with it, that they're not showing a lot of their games. <laughs> right. So I just wanted to get your take on it. So. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't watch it enough to. To, to see that, Larry, but, I mean, if, if you watch it a lot and, and think that that's uh, the way to do it, then, you know, maybe. But, I mean, I guess the good the good part about the SEC network is, if at least if you look at broadcasters and who's on the, the channel, there's probably more Gators than anybody else. Yeah. So you get that going well, for that's you. True. That's I will true. tell you, I watched, we, we've had the Pac-12 and the Big Ten network on our 
cable for some reason the last few days, and I've watched a few games on there. And they, they do go back, and the, their problem is they, they tell you who won constantly. You know, you constantly know who won. I want When I watch a game from 19 or 2005 between Purdue and Indiana, I want to get into it and say, not know who won. But they right away it's like you're, they're interviewing the Purdue coach. That was the greatest comeback we've ever made. I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> All right, Larry, good stuff. Thank you. All right, thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Uh, And I I did. I was actually just at home, and I saw the the Florida-Georgia game on. Yeah, we were. And there was – it was about four minutes until halftime. I was like, I got to remember how they pooped a bed like that. Did I tell you? No, I I mean, (laughs) I I watched it again just as I wanted to see it, and then I had forgotten that Florida gets the interception. He runs into the end zone. Brings it back out, and then they spotted it basically the one. Yeah. And then you kind of get screwed there, and then Richardson ends up fumbling because Nolan stripped it out of him. And then all of a sudden Georgia scores, and then boom, throws an interception, score again. And just like it was a 3 nothing game with four minutes to go until the half. I know. Like that's how good Florida was playing. Well, that's how good their defense was right. playing. Right. Their they, offense was playing right. terrible. And, right. and Richardson, but, but again, the interception that he threw – one of them was tipped. Yeah, yeah, but he stared down that receiver. Yeah. So the linebacker is able to come over, got in the throwing lane, exactly. and then that's how it got intercepted. So I think that's – I kind of wanted to talk about that today because Richardson, if he continues to do that, he's not going to be a good quarterback this year. Well, and that's what – He I'm needs sure, to progress. I'm sure Billy Napier is, is working with him on, is is showing him we, – you know, we talked about how he's looking at film with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. He needs to look at film of himself. Too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and the, and the throws he made, because as you said, he only completed 33 passes all year last year. There's a runaway card out there. It's just, it just keeps going. Ghost driver. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there, I mean, you can't complete 33 passes in a year. And, and I know people get excited about Anthony Richardson, and I am too, and I want him to be great. But well, he does. We all just have to wait and see. Yeah, he's got a lot of learning to do. Yeah. Like as, as excited as we are and as talented as we think he can be, exactly. if you look at some of the throws that he made last year, if he's that same quarterback, if he hasn't gotten any better, the Gators aren't going to be that good. No. And that's he, a big problem. If he is, uh, I would say if he's average, they'll be average. If he's below average, they'll be below average. Yeah. If he's good, they'll be good. If he's great, they'll be great. But, again, a lot of that has to do with what they put around him and how they allow him and make him a better player. You know, it's not just he's got to do it all. It's how does he handle everything that happens. How does he handle adversity? How did he handle adversity in that game, that Georgia game? You know, he's they're not doing much offensively, and then all of a sudden, turnover, turnover, turnover. Georgia says we can go, we can, yeah, it's over. We can go drink at halftime. You know, we, we don't have to worry about it. All right, we've got to worry about this last break, so let's get it. We'll come back and uh, wrap up hour number one here all the way until 6 o'clock on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The University of Florida has added three new athletes in sprints and hurdles and a new distance athlete to the women's track and field program. The Tampa Bay Rays were unable to defeat the Baltimore Orioles this afternoon, losing the game 3-0. Tampa Bay pitcher Ryan Yarbrough is still looking for his first win on the season, 
as Jordan Lyles for the Orioles gets his seventh on the year. The Tampa Bay Rays will return for a weekend home series against the Cleveland Guardians. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers could be facing a serious issue after Pro Bowl center Ryan Jensen went down today with an apparent knee injury. After practice, head coach Todd Bowles told reporters he is unsure if the injury will be serious. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Tired of rising prices? International Diamond Centers got your back with some serious price relief the entire month of August. That's right. Starting Monday, IDC's got two incredible offers. First, you can get 25% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 25% off all wedding bands at IDC. Or you can choose two years zero interest financing on any item in our showroom. And IDC will cover your first two payments. It's all part of IDC's Summer of Savings event. If you're shopping for new wedding bands, this is our best offer. Forever. Whether you're about to get married or celebrating a big anniversary, get the wedding band you love at 25% off. Or if you prefer, option number two, two years zero interest financing and let IDC cover your first two payments on anything. Rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Get ready to save at International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event starting Monday, August 1st at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back to the tailgate. Jeff and Pat here with you. Sam back in the studio producing as we are uh, out and about today, hanging out at Ironwood Golf Course. No rain this afternoon. Actually, a really nice afternoon to get out there and get after it. Watching Very nice. Will Zalatoris. He's got a little longer putter now. I think he's trying to fix it up. I've thought about going to that long putter where you rest it against your yeah. arm. Like, you can't do the whole. Yeah, it won't mess you up as much. Yeah. I don't know. He gave a, a great quote last week, though. I don't know if you, you heard it. I did it. see it, yeah. It was pretty funny. Let me say what it was. Yeah. Well, they asked him why he was missing all his putts. And he says, you know, I'm, I've been pretty close. And he says, I'd pay a lot of money for a few extra inches. I, I thought you were going to talk about the one the quote where he uh, 
they introduced him uh, at a press conference, and they said yes. And uh, it, I guess they're playing in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So they introduced him in like the the pre press conference, and they said uh, they introduced him as. And last year, of course, finished number seventy uh, seventh in this tournament. So here's Will <laughs> Zalatoris, and Zalatoris goes, "Thanks for bringing that up." <laughs> that is pretty funny. All right, let's get uh, Mike to finish off the hour as we go back to the phone lines now. Hey, Mike, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, hey. Jeff, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. You picked out the Georgia game. I'm going to give him a mulligan on that. Uh, Mullen had already quit on the team. He, he His first start is against the Georgia defense. It's probably the best I've seen in the last 15, 20 years. So I, I'm, you know, I'm going to look at some of the other things like LSU. Uh, what was the game that he had over 200 yards rushing and 200 yards passing in USF quarter? Yep. Yeah. USF yeah. was picked ninth in the uh, their conference. Uh, yeah, they weren't very good. Pol- no, I'm talking about this yeah. year. I know. <laughs> yeah. But they, I mean, he had good play against good teams too. Uh, but it, you know, he was it's his start. His first start is against Georgia. Uh, I'm just not going to, you know. And, and the, the mentality I don't disagree with you on that, Mike. I, I don't disagree with you at all on that. But I'm just looking for where the sample size is of him being great against a great defense, and we haven't seen that. Well, I don't think they gave him much of a chance last year. They well, and true, true. And, and Mullen, Mullen actually didn't want to start him against yeah. Georgia. It was, remember, it was, it was the fans that were really clamoring for it. I think there was a lot of pressure to say, okay, you need to go do this, and – he, I'm sure he didn't want to. I mean, whoa, whoa, J- Driscoll's first start, right, was against Bama? Yeah. And it spooked him like crazy. It did. So, um, uh, yeah, it's it's not good. And I, I was watching a podcast where they were breaking down Richardson's plays, and they said against Georgia, Mullen was calling plays that had little chance of working uh, and showed why not against the defense he was going against. I don't know what kind of garbage. Yeah, going that, on that's a that's a podcast. I I, I, I mean, I'm not I mean, going to criticize anything Dan Mullen uh, play calling wise. That I, I I will criticize him for the way he handled his team. Yes, I, I agree with that because because well, Mike, honestly, you know you you know how much I love the Gators and I'm always pro Gator everything positive, but also I mean Anthony Richardson didn't know a, a whole bunch of plays, so Mullen had yeah. to call plays that he knew. So if the podcast is saying that, well, it's not necessarily Mullen's fault. Yeah. I'm sure Mullen wanted to call something different, but Richardson may have not known how to do that play. That, that could be part of it, too. But, uh, you know, I've watched football, Gator football since the late 50s, and there's a handful of people that I can tell you are, are a can't-miss people. And if he doesn't get injured, he's going to be an unbelievable quarterback here. And I think that he's, you know, watching the spring game, I know it's a spring game, but he was much. He really did a good job of uh, not looking at receivers and going to the second guy. He just was really sharp. So, you know, the Utah game will be a, a big test. I mean, if he if they will well in that game, yeah. Well, but think I, about I, this: his three of his first four games are going to be big tests. Yeah. You know, with Kentucky coming up and then uh, going to Knoxville, which is they're going to be lit on fire for that game because they're. They aren't going to lose one of their first three games, so they'll probably be three and zero. So, and I think we'll see one what happens. Part of it is we hadn't had such a good, this good of a player in a long time, so people are uh, really happy to see. Yep. Let's hope so. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. We'll take a break because it is the top of the hour. One hour in, one hour to go. Live from Ironwood Golf Course. It is the great Pat Dooley. Where? 
Right there. And his orange and blue today is Gatorish. I am Gatorish. Nice. I like it. I got a Gator shirt on, too. And we'll talk about the Gators and many more things in the second hour here on WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. (laughs) Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. 
All right, that is us. Welcome. Hour 2 begins now here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sam is in studio. He is taking all the calls today and making sure that we get the info that you're on the phone because we are not in studio. Out at Ironwood Golf Course today, league night, Thursday night. It's a uh, fun time. Always good to see all the people run through here and fun during the commercial breaks to uh, to say hi to everybody. Got uh, It is fun. It's like it's it's really like a family type yeah. atmosphere out here. During it's what I want it to be. On Thursday night. Yeah. I love it. That is the goal. No hoity-toitiness at my golf course. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I will say that. And sometimes people don't like that, but I would say 87.9% of the people do like it. I did play in a t-shirt yesterday. So. It's fine. But I was playing by myself. As long as you don't have ripped jeans on. Because uh, I, I know you have bought Kelsey a pair of $80 ripped jeans before. I bought her about everything there is to buy her. I know. In fact, today it was kind of exciting for me personally because she's, as you know, is moving out of her apartment into a new one. And Cardozo and Sons Movers came and got the bed and everything. Yeah. That was great. Or Cardozo and Son, I guess it should be. Yeah. Um. And then today she brought over a bunch of stuff she had, in her, and she brought me the guitar I bought her, the electric guitar I bought her, and, and also the acoustic, which is my first guitar. And it was kind of fun to have three guitars in the in the house, and I picked up that electric and started playing all these songs. Nice. So it was, it was pretty cool. Well, and, and the best was Karen, Pat's wife, is coming down after we had take it, taken the bed down of a couple of flights of stairs, and she's got a skeleton – a there was like three or four just random things yeah i didn't even know there was a a pool rack i don't which i did yeah i'm like why is there a pool why is there a bunch of random stuff in this apartment it was kind of but that's that's what colleges do yeah i guess you do i used to have a cbs sports banner hanging well and i think because what, what is the it's not double jeopardy but what is what is the thing where you like if you commit something you get a certain amount of years and you can't get in trouble for it isn't that uh, called something? Yeah, how many years is that? Well, it depends on what the crime is, but I, I think it's like 20, 15, 20. All right, so like I'm that. good on this then story. So, <laughs> Well, it may not apply to everything. Well, so we, we lived in an apartment, uh, University Terrace on 34th Street. and It wasn't Hawaiian Village? I thought everybody No, was. a lot of people did, though. The, the great PG lived in Hawaiian Village. Yeah, so, so did uh, a lot of, Ed Humphreys. Yeah, a lot of good times there. But we used to order pizza from different pizza places you know that's what you do in college certainly and there was a a person i guess that's the easiest way to say it. i don't want to reveal the name a human being they were our neighbors and they would plan on calling different pizza companies and every time they did it when the pizza guy would come to the door it was their job or my job or somebody to stall the pizza driver because then they would run down. And back in the day, you know, they had those big signs oh, yeah. on the top of the cars. They took that person's sign. So they had, like, the sign of every pizza company in town. Like, and that was their thing. And you don't want to give this name away? No. Okay. But I was just like, man, that's kind of like I, I'm stealing. leaning towards baseball player there. No, it wasn't baseball player. It was actually high school buddies I lived with for a few years before – I moved into the pool house with the baseball boys, and then it was over. We had a pool, yeah, and it was baseball players. Yeah, uh, I can imagine what happened there. It's good times. It's it's what you hope doesn't happen to Austin, basically. Correct. <laughs> if you're open, he doesn't get into that, fall into that 
trap of being a baseball player. Because baseball players are different than everybody else. That they are. I know that. That they are. All right, let's uh, get back to the phones. Again, Sam's in the studio, 392-8255 if you want to call. We're going to uh, kick off the second hour in style. Nobody better to do it than the cattleman, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, welcome to the tailgate. What's going on, guys? Y'all staying straight? Those suds flowing on happy hour. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's great to hear y'all welcome the regular Joe out there to the golf course. Uh, Jeff, I know some golf courses can be snooty about that. I'm drinking uh, 16 ounces of uh, Miller Lite for about 70 cents out of the gas station. What will that cost me down there at Ironwood? Oh, we got we got some cheap beer. But, yeah, uh, no, y'all got, some, y'all got some beer deals. Yeah, we're we're more of the uh, the Bud Budweiser yeah. products than the uh, the Miller products. So we lean Budweiser. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> y'all better be careful. You might have half of the uh, U.S. student body down there if the deals are too good. Uh, and, uh, They're pretty uh, good. Jeff, your your story there, Jeff. Um, your, your baseball bros might have been kind of smart. You ever seen a pizza delivery guy pulled over by the law? No. There there might have been an ulterior motive to that. Uh, Damn. Ah, true. Very good. Yeah, it makes sense. I <laughs> <laughs> was just great story. Hey, guys, I um, wanted to, uh, speaking of uh, dropping suds, I was kind of shocked to hear some Florida fan uh, ripping the SEC network. I wanted to defend the SEC network and throw an early look at the September schedule at you, Pat. Hey, guys, um, you know, um, I think you could probably run this by Strickland, but I'm sure they've had a meeting at Destin or somewhere, and they've chopped up the pie 14 ways, and you, your school gets this percent of time equal for all 14. and then, Or maybe the, net, the SEC Network probably takes maybe who knows what, but they probably take 10% of the time to feature national championship games. And who's in the national championship most every year, Alabama. I, as much as I, you know, I'm up for a conspiracy theory when it comes to the SEC in Alabama, I think it's generally featuring national championship games, and it's usually Alabama involved. I think that dude was barking up the wrong tree. You know, I watched the Alabama-Auburn game uh, the other night uh, from this year. I, I had forgotten just how fortunate Alabama was to win that game. But, um, yeah, but, but I like yeah, you know, no. look at the – it's, it's the SEC but I mean, yeah, I mean, Florida went six and seven last year. Their games aren't going to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Right, but if you look at the, at the uh, format, it's usually Peter Burns or Darky Noah or whatever his name is, and an athlete. Darry Noah. Two. Yeah, Harry. Darry Noka. Yeah, and um, and it's usually featuring an athlete. And um, of course, obviously, man, look at all these Gators on the SEC Network. They're everywhere. I, I'm just kind of shocked to hear a Florida guy rip the SEC Network. Well, I think a lot of it depends on when you're watching, and then you may have a, a, per, a, per, a perception that is not accurate. But it, it, you're right, and this is what we're trying to say. Look, when Alabama's dominated this league for so long, they're going to have more games that people want to watch. And, again, like when if you want to show the greatest Spurrier games, the great games that Spurrier coached in, there weren't that many because they usually blew people out. I mean, they had that run in 96 where they they beat uh, LSU, Georgia, and Auburn by a combined, like, 200 to 7. So you're not going to show those games. Nobody wants to watch replays of those games except, of course, Gator fans. Yeah, you're not going to put the Gasparilla Bowl featured on the um, SEC Network. You're probably going to feature the national championship game. I would be interested to know, guys, I would be interested to know how they select the SEC 
color people, usually former athletes. Is there a tryout process? I'd be interested. It seems like a ton of Florida. There is. There is. Ex- job. Process, I'd, I'd yeah. be interested to know what they do, a, try, a tryout process. How's that work, Pat? Yeah, well, basically what happens is, uh, you know, if you apply for the job, or in this case, and I'll tell you the, the story of, of Patrick Young, which we're all very sad about what's going on with him. Uh, he keeps updating us, and he's going through uh, – uh, you know, rehab for broken back, and we hope he'll walk again, and we, don't, we aren't even sure. But the bottom line is Greg Sankey uh, saw Patrick Young doing something and said, let's talk about being on the SEC network. Okay, now you have to go to an audition. You have to talk to people. In, in the case of Patrick Young, he went to Chris Doring, who he had a, obviously somebody he could talk to, James Bates, and was able to take stuff from them, and that helps him. It almost like it – it's a it's a uh, amoeba that keeps feeding itself, you know. Like the more Gator guys are on, the more Gator guys you want to. And Alabama's got a lot on too. Yeah, um, I would think these. Schools I like want, Roman Harper a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I would think these schools want an equal number of their ex players in color positions, and that'd be kind of interesting to see how all that goes. I mean, Missouri no, for crying out no, loud, Missouri no. has Missouri has the best journalism school. In, in the United States, I'm shocked it's not a bunch of Missouri ex-jocks. Well, Tom Tom Hart actually went to Missouri. He did, yeah. So yeah, you got the, the biggest cool. play-by-play guy there. Um, I don't know, I, but I really I don't feel that Doring or Laura Rutledge or anybody or Patrick Young when he's on there, like they, they're not Homer-ish. No, they're and I think everybody guys, does yeah. a really good job of trying to, to portray a, a right. good light of just the league in general. Right, but I mean, I'm just saying, do we have an? I mean, I guess we do. Do we have an Auburn athlete on the SEC network? It's usually ex athletes. Yeah, Cole, well, Cole, Cole Kublik. Kublik yeah. yeah, I mean, I know. I, I just would be curious to hit about the selection Gene process Chizik. on that. I would think most of these schools would want an equal number of ex players in those color jobs. They may but want it, but it's a bit. That SEC network is a business. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I've, tough, I've seen, tough to get I've, in there. I've never seen any. Yeah, I've never seen any coverage of the selection process. I've never even heard of it. So they do do tryouts, Pat. <clears throat> yeah, they. I mean, well, look, they they're trying to get people on, and they uh, all the time, and trying to get better people and and upgrade. I know, like I was, I was sad that Andrew DeClerc kind of kind of got shoved to the side after one year, um, you know. But I mean, that's what they do. I mean, but yeah, you're not going to even out the number of. I mean. There's no nobody wants to hear anybody from Vanderbilt talking. I'm sorry. Well, I think it should be equal, and I think there should be a tryout process personally. Why? Why hey, does guys, there need? To, why does it need to be equal? Tell me that. Because well, I mean, you're, you're for equality, right, Pat? Well, I'm for equality. Give, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, and, but I'm not for equality everybody. in a business because the businesses no, I, I say, have would, to do things think, the would, way they want to do it the right way. No, I, I, I yeah. would think just have. Every, I, just, I would just think like anything else, like trying to make a team, have tryouts, do a demo tape, and you know, be honest and fair to all these you know, schools, and you know, yeah. have a tryout process. Yeah, but you're not going to pick people that aren't good enough just because you want to even yeah. out the numbers. Right. That's well, not I mean, the right way to do it. What does Tennessee got? Dane Bradshaw is he the only guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, Jeff. That's unfortunately the way the world works these days. You're, you're right, but unfortunately, that's not the way the world works in 2022. Yeah, hey, but guys, again, if they're think... if they're not, but it, but if they're no, not, he, he pump, doesn't want to hear what you have. To but say. if they're not pumping up their own school, then what's it matter where they're from? Hey, hey Pat, I got a one shocking statement for you, Pat. I, I think that Tennessee and Florida are both going to come into that late September game with a loss. I expect Utah to come into Gainesville and drop, drop a deuce on you guys, and I expect Tennessee to lose to Pittsburgh. I don't see Tennessee losing to Pittsburgh if they if they're all that in a bag of chips because Pitt you know without you know, going through a new quarterback uh, who I 
I think might be good. He's kind of in that Spencer Rattler mode where, yeah, he's got – he was a big-time recruit. He, he had some high uh, good moments, but uh, where is that guy, hey, by I, the way? Um, it's at Pittsburgh. And, Pat, if Will Levis is as good as uh, Todd McShay says, y'all might have to flush the toilet twice before y'all see Tennessee. Y'all hang in well, there. I've, I've never seen Will Levis play a great game in my life. I can tell you that much. And the guy drinks mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah. He's got some issues. right there. He's more worried about his uh, YouTube and TikTok clicks than he is at playing quarterback. No, he's, a, he's a nice quarterback. But he's not, he's not going to be the difference in that game. Let me tell you that. The difference would be that they're, they've got a more established program. Let's face it. Kentucky's right now got a more established program. Their coach has been there 10 years. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, that Florida doesn't have the tradition or doesn't have the titles and everything, but Kentucky, they everybody there knows what's going on. You know, they, they knew what was going on coming into the spring. They knew what was going on uh, going to fall camp. They all – and, and that makes a difference. The, the longevity does make a difference. The continuity with schools like Florida, Miami – Tennessee, others have not been able to do. They've not been able to have any continuity. So I think that uh, that's, would be the reason I would probably put Kentucky number two in the SEC. Well, East, the, I'm sorry. The East. difference between uh, Pat and I right now and our uh, beverages in the cup is mine is way lower than his, so we need a break so he can go get some more. We'll do that. We'll come back and uh, keep the calls rolling in. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Bell. The University of Florida has added three new athletes in sprints and hurdles and a new distance athlete to the women's track and field program. The Tampa Bay Rays were unable to defeat the Baltimore Orioles this afternoon, losing the game 3-0. Tampa Bay pitcher Ryan Yarbrough is still looking for his first win on the season as Jordan Lyles of the Orioles gets his seventh on the year. The Tampa Bay Rays will return for a weekend home series against the Cleveland Guardians. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers could be facing a serious issue after Pro Bowl center Ryan Jensen went down today with an apparent knee injury after practice head coach Todd Bowles told reporters he is unsure if the injury will be serious. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. 
Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I heard this the other day on, on Howard. They were they were having this David Lee Roth or Sammy Hager uh, argument, and everybody was picking David Lee Roth. And I'm a Sammy Hager guy. I think the songs were better. I think they were less poppy, you know. Um, but nobody 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 ever agrees with me on that. You know, you can take a cruise through the Panama Canal. Be with kinda, Sammy Hager? Yeah, probably. It'd be kind of cool. I would do that. You ever see these things that that come across for these concerts? You know, cruises where you get all these celebrity semi well used to be celebrities. Yeah, and they do that. I wouldn't mind doing that. I would go listen to the Doobie Brothers. You know, on a yeah. There was there was actually supposed to be a really cool Gator cruise, and COVID messed it up. I know. Was going to be on it. We were thinking about doing it. Yeah, we were going to pay to do it. Believe it or not. You know me, I don't pay for anything. I know. <laughs> Believe me. I know. Um, and people pay you to write stuff, and you wrote I a s- story the other day, which I thought was interesting, and put it out there. Someone talk a little bit. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there that consider their school, whoever they root for, to have one or two rivals. Yeah. That's it. But you drew it out to Brad Wilkerson's number. I did, and, the well, 
it's a Dooley's dozen, so I, I needed to get to 12. But it wasn't that hard. Yeah. In fact, when I started doing it, I said, you know, you're not going to get to 12. I don't want to force it. Maybe I need to tell. And then I said, no, I got 12. And the the interesting thing was the 12th one, and I think you and I will agree with this. I'm not sure a lot of people will. Right now, to me, is Oklahoma because of what Oklahoma yeah. has ruined so much with the Gators this year. Yeah. Going back to, uh, you know, destroying their season in the bowl game two years ago and then beating them in uh, gymnastics, obviously, by a scintilla of a point, uh, dominating uh, the way they did in softball. Though Florida and Oklahoma never played, did they? No. In softball. But, yeah. And then, obviously, the baseball, which, believe me, kind of changed the way I look at Oklahoma. So that was number 12. So that – so. And then 11, I put UCF. And the bottom line is, I'm sorry, Gator fans, you're going to get mad about this. UCF's not a rival of ours. Well, they are now. They First of all, their AD and your AD were yelling and screaming at each other for for two years about things. And then they beat you in the Gasparilla Bowl and embarrassed you and, and danced on your logo and everything. I think UCF is it's, – it's not like – and they're not going to play, I think, what is it, two years they're going to play – and then they don't play again for like six or seven. So now are we just using football, or oh, yeah. this is everybody? Foot, football. Oh, oh, so then yeah, you'd have to put them on there. Yeah, and then ten was is Missouri. Missouri um, was a big deal. Um, I don't that know. two years ago, they've beaten Florida as many times as Florida beaten Missouri. Yeah, I know, but that one I'd have a tough time saying it's a rival because you don't. Well, after you know, like a rival to me is considering like you're, you're like worried about that game. You're like ticked off going into it. You're like, yeah. man, these guys are really good, or we've really got to beat them. I've never had that mindset but going to think, Missouri. Do you think Tennessee is now considered as Missouri a rival now that um, Eli came out and said those things about? I didn't know your wives were supposed to get involved cheating, you know, stuff like that, and you know, on Jim Rome's show, so. You know, I, I look okay. That may be your reach. Yeah, that. But the bottom line is, and here's the only reason it's a reach, Jeff. In my opinion, is when I go there to Columbia. And I'm obviously never going to go there again. Yeah. God, I never have to go there again. But when you go there, you don't walk in there going, "Man, these people hate Florida." They, no, that that's not the case. They they barely can even sit on those rocks in that north end zone. Uh, so it, 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 that may have been the, the biggest reach I had. So who who's won then? Well, wait. Nine, I put Auburn. Auburn's still a rival. No, no matter how much the SEC doesn't want us to be rivals, yeah. we're still rivals. Yeah. And, and it, you it, saw it, the intensity in the game a couple of years ago, right? Yes. And it, and it is very asinine to think that that is the closest school to us. Yeah. And you never play them. Never. Like, out of any of the schools in the SEC, they are the closest. Well, let's just say that the SEC goes to nine and goes to the three Mm -hmm. model. To me, it would be, again, stupid not to make Auburn one of your rivals. Has to be. It should be Auburn. To me, it should be Auburn, Georgia, and Tennessee. Now, that's maybe not fair to Florida, but it it is what it is. I mean, the – you know, I mean, that, those are close schools, and they you have a you have a reputation. You have a uh, 
a, uh, a tradition with them. But the way the Auburn rivalry had just went away is, is depressing to me. Uh, eight, I put Alabama. I mean, I know it hadn't been that much of a rivalry lately, but you saw the game last year with how, how people were losing their minds. And don't forget, this is an Urban Meyer-created rivalry because of everything went there. Number seven, I put Texas A&M. I, 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 they're right up there with for me, Texas A&M, just because of that game two years ago. And uh, it, I just don't. And it's Jimbo. It's Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo is always going to be Florida's rival no matter where he goes. If he goes to Lafayette, their rival. Six, Kentucky. It's become a rivalry. It didn't used to be. Sure. Now they won half the games, four less four games they played. Mm-hmm. Lucky to only win four or two of them. They could have won all. all uh, and then five was Miami because nobody hates Florida more than Miami. And that is the truth. Nobody in the world hates Florida as much as Miami does. Now, they don't play all the time, so that's why I had it down at fifth. You know, it, it – your hatred for Miami is mainly baseball-oriented, but yeah. it's still there in all sports. J.D. Artiega was at the uh, the last tournament that we were in with Austin. He's a Miami pitching coach, for those that don't know. So I, I walked up to him. He's been the pitching coach now for 22 years. And I said, uh, hey, J.D., I, I mean, you probably don't know me, but I'm, I'm the enemy. And he laughed, and he goes, and he said, you must be a Florida guy. So he right even away. knew it. Like, uh, right away, or he you knew that. You weren't an FSU guy. Yeah, yes. you were a like, it was a, it was a Florida guy, so then it was great. I mean, we, we talked for about 20 minutes and had a really nice conversation. And the cool part was that he said, man, Sully has really kicked our ass. And I said, I know. Like, back when you played, back when I played, I mean, we were a few years apart, but we'd always go down there. You guys would destroy us. Yeah. You'd come up to Gainesville. We'd beat you. And that's the way it would be. But now – Sully has absolutely owned him, and he says he can't he can't fathom that that's happening. So I, I thought amazing. that was a really cool conversation. I think a little bit of it too is that Miami hasn't been good, you know, in baseball, but in football, it, Jeff. I mean, you were at the game. What was it? Three years ago, the game in Orlando, Citrus Bowl. Yeah, I've never seen a scene like that in my life, where it was like. Gator fans, and then it was Miami fans, and the Miami fans just literally wanted to shoot somebody. Yeah, they were so angry that they had they were playing Florida. It wasn't just that they didn't want to play Florida; it's that they they wanted to beat their butts so bad. I've never seen a a, a team hated more than Florida is hated by Miami, and a lot of it goes back to the Florida flop, goes back to Fran Kersey, goes back to. Um, you know, uh, Miami kicking a field goal at the end of the game because Schnellenberger was mad because they were throwing frozen oranges at him, which he claims happened. But I'm like, bro, the game had already been going on for three and a half hours. Yeah, how is it still frozen? It, it's not frozen. <laughs> I don't know if you – whatever you thought you thought. Um, All right, so they were, they were five. So that leaves LSU, Georgia, Florida State, and Tennessee as the top four? Yeah. So what order would you put them in? Out of all those, I would say Georgia's one. I have Georgia's one. And I will say this. I think Georgia um, 
one reason they're one is because Georgia's gotten good. I think if I think there was a time when Georgia was not in the top two even. Mm-hmm. Um, so then two, I would say, for me, it's LSU. That's who I had too. Really? And my wife guessed that too. And yeah. I, I, that tells you a lot that you and her both said LSU. Yeah. And that's where that rivalry has grown. I mean, it goes back to the hurricane game. Sure. Um, but they, that's, still, and still to this day, for for everybody that's listening, like I almost wish, you know, and everybody for for what Jim McElwain was, and you know, everything that people have a, an image of him, and you know, obviously I have a different perception of Jim McElwain than a lot of other people because I got to spend some pretty quality time with him. But I have never been in a post game locker room as cool as that day when when we oh, stopped him loved to on there. the goal line. Yeah. That locker room was just incredible. And and I'll never forget, even like you go back and you look at a lot of different video and different things, and you know, we're not supposed to react, certainly as broadcasters, but as a Gator broadcaster, you can be a little homerish and, and cheer and get excited. And and there's times in the booth on a big play, like, you know, I'll high five Egan or you know, yeah. I'll go pat Mick on the head or something and, and have some fun with it. But there's a really cool shot of when the guy's getting tackled. And Brady Ackerman, who was a sideline reporter at the time, before he left and Tate took over, Brady's like six feet in the air just jumping up <laughs> in so much of excitement. And it was just, it was such a cool scene. But, I mean, everybody came down and, you know, just the, in the corner and then you go to the locker room. It was fun. But that's, I think that's what, to me, makes that a rivalry because the la- the, the previous time before. Well, don't forget how that. The, that day started with Leonard Fournette. Sure. And the fight. Yeah, and the fight. Now he's, I'm going to play. And then he plays and can't do anything because he can't run. Right. That day, I lost a lot of respect for uh, Ogier on that day. But anyway, yeah. But no, to me, um, I remember, I'll never forget this. I'm sitting there in the press uh, lobby kind of area. I didn't want to sit in my seat. I, I was too nervous. Okay. I'll be honest with you. That game meant a lot to me, yeah, a lot, because of the way some of the LSU media and and LSU people that I respect had had just gone lost their minds. Yeah, I mean the one guy I remember what Glenn, Glenn Gilbo, Gilbo. Yeah. what a jack wagon. He's a good guy, but he was a jack wagon about that. Yeah, and so the last play happens, and and uh, Laura Rutledge had come up. She'd been, she was done with all her stuff, so she'd come up to the press box, and we're sitting there watching the last two or three plays together. And when when they stop them, we just kind of look at each other because neither one of us can say anything. We can't do anything. We're just like, Wah! So coming, and I get on the I, – I, this is your boy. I know this. I'm getting ready to get on the, on the elevator, and um, they don't uh, – they hold the elevator for the coaches. Yep. As you know, so all these LSU fans, and they are ticked off, right? Because they just ran another less miles play, even though it was a different coach, um, on the on the last play, and they're all sitting there waiting to get on, but the, they're waiting for the Florida coaches, and finally the coaches all get on there, and, and um, Coach Knox was uh, was there, and all of a sudden he's looking out, and he goes, "How about them Gators?" <laughs> And of course, they're they're starting to actually physically move towards him at this point because the elevator doors won't close, <laughs> and they just stay open forever. It was so uncomfortable. But then getting down on the field, 
and walking out of that. Because you have to walk through the crowd to get to yeah, the field. Yeah, you do. Walking through that tunnel, finally getting there and getting on the field and, and seeing the Gator players waving the banners like in the Patriot. Yeah. You know, and I, I was like, I got a snapshot in my mind this moment. Forever. Yeah, never forget yeah, it. So that it was a cool day for so sure. LSU was two, and then I put FSU three. FSU is always going to be ahead. Sure, of it means so much. And Tennessee, I mean, it, it's a great rivalry still. But of late, it it's not. It won so one game. I agree with those rankings. I like it. Let's see uh, what Tony's got for us as we go back to the phone lines now. Hey, Tony, welcome to the tailgate. Hey guys, how are you? Awesome. Good. I think the the wheel route against Akron and then Brady's jump against LSU are his two greatest moments as a Gator. <laughs> That's right, no doubt. The, the touchdown against Akron. Um, I've got some holes to poke. Pat, your list is too long. You could have done. You could have made Georgia the top seven and then done the other five. Well, I mean, it, I am supposed to do the Dooley's dozen, so. No. I have to, but I, I <laughs> look. I think. I yeah, think there's a few that are long. Some of them are a little reachy, yeah. you know, but. The uh, I was on a some of my, some of my clients at this new gig are in St. Louis and they're they're all Cardinals fans the, the best fans in baseball they'll tell you um, and then the other side is there a lot of Missouri fans and I'm talking to them the other day and they brought up sports and um, anyway talking a little Florida Missouri and I was like I I can't even explain why the series is five and five over the last ten years or or whatever and the way I, the tone I said it I guess the one guy's like. Well, you don't have to talk to us like we're Vanderbilt. Like we're we're okay. And I, I thought, well, I guess I don't know, but uh, that is one well, of the, they, one of the weird ones. It is five and five. Yeah, and it's actually six um, and five if you go all the way back to the Spurrier loss in the yeah. twenty to eighteen game when they went for two every time. That's right. Um, but yeah, for the, the rivals part, I think a little bit of it too. Like for me, like I'm I'm still in the age group where it's Georgia and it's always Georgia. I don't care if it was the nineties or, or not. Um, but I think if you're younger than me, it's up until the last few years, like you said, Pat. But if you're younger than me, I think I think it's FSU one. I really do think if the Auburn series kept going, I almost think it would be Georgia, Auburn, Florida State in, in that order uh, as well. Auburn's just not a nasty rivalry because there's so many people that overlap both schools. There's a lot of kids that go undergrad at Florida and go to grad school at Auburn, and vice versa. Especially you know here in here in Northeast Florida and in the Panhandle too. So. Um, that one was just fun because it's Buddy so Alexander close. Moved there. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's so close. Um, it's just it's dumb we don't play. I'd rather play them every year than South Carolina, which is even closer for me. Um, but, it is uh, dumb. It's 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 been lazy scheduling in a lot of ways. And, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, Tony, you were there a couple of years ago when Florida played Auburn in the swamp, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Still, to me, oh, yeah. the loudest sustained noise I ever heard. Sustained. And, and we had waited for that game forever. I mean, their last trip yeah. here was what? I know. Uh, when was their last trip? But it was great. I can't even uh, remember. The la- uh, I'm trying to think. It would have been. An Auburn win, probably. <laughs> Unless it was Taylor no. Jacobs. It couldn't have been that long. No, it wasn't that long ago. But you're I mean, right. It, it had been a ago. long time ago. And we've been we're, uh, the SEC watch. The SEC is going to screw us out of going to Auburn because we're supposed to go at twenty four, and they'll probably redo the schedule by then, and we'll, we won't play at Auburn until twenty fifty five or something. Yeah, well, their goal so. is to make sure Georgia never has to go to College Station. So, <laughs> yeah, we we just I, we just made our arrangements for that trip. I'm, I'm excited. It's funny. There, I got a couple A and M buddies. Like, man, I can't wait to can't wait to have you out here. And, um, 
that doesn't scream rivalry to me, but uh, I guess the Jimbo thing kind of does. But they're just so damn nice out there. I, I don't know. They they uh, are very than, nice. Uh, but I think than, they're yeah. I think they're building up a hatred for everybody in this conference. The thing, and again, they're just so a lot of it's because of Jimbo. Better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, it's definitely LSU and baseball Vanderbilt too. You could have thrown them in there for baseball. Oh, easily for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that's the only sport you can put them in. For. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the, the one thing about Miami, and I, I'm totally with you. Um, I was I was at a wedding for the, the game in Orlando. I was in Dallas, but from everything I heard, I did not miss anything other than obviously a, a Gator win. But from the entire day of the game to what it was like in that stadium after the game, uh, it was better off yeah, not. Being it was. There. I will say this: that was a miserable day, even though Florida won. And you know, I don't say that very often. Just trying to get to the stadium, and you couldn't find the parking, and people were losing their minds, and it was like it was just, it was not good. I will say that it was not good. Yeah. Part of it was Orlando's fault. Part of it was right. Miami's fault. None of it was we, Gainesville's we, fault. <laughs> we went to the we went to the Super Bowl when we played Miami. We didn't go to the we didn't go to the Peach Bowl, but I have no desire to see us play Miami except other than other than in Gainesville. That's the only like safe space to go play I Miami. I have no I, no desire to see them ever play ever again. <laughs> yeah, Personally, I'm with you. I'd I mean, rather, I, uh, yeah, being around their fans makes I think being around your fans just kind of makes you a worse person. Yeah, and That's I don't think anybody at that game from. in Orlando. I don't think anybody at that game in Orlando uh, knows all the the stories from the '70s and '80s. That whole group's like 35 and younger, I think. Yeah. It, no, definitely, yeah, and never went to school there, of course. Right, but I, you know, again, you know, it's it's a long history that oh, yeah. really, um, you know, I again, guys like me and maybe you, I think you're about twenty yeah. years younger than me, but we remember all the hit. I mean, going back to the Florida yeah. flop, going back to when twenty, it's got like forty years. You got forty years on him. What, he's twenty seven. Yeah. No. We're a, we're a young forty four over here, so that's like, right. If, if, if I I was there in the, the Melvin Bratton Jarvis Williams hit, and, um, the uh, let's see eighty five was in um, eighty five was in Miami. We didn't go to that. Eighty four was in Tampa. Actually, we were in Atlanta for Braves Cubs that weekend um, while Florida and Miami played in Tampa, and I believe I was at the eighty. I'm trying to remember, I was at the eighty. What was the What was the two safeties here? That was eighty. That was eighty-seven. Uh, seven. Eighty-seven. It okay. was Kerwin's uh, swan last, song. Yeah, and they, the, they just yeah. didn't have a very good team. Jeez. Well, and now yeah, we, was, same guy. The, that, In fact, I, I tried yeah. to get a hold of Willie Pegues. That's uh, who it was. Yeah, he snapped it over his head twice, <laughs> and he yeah. wouldn't return my calls. Jeez. So. That was That's our first game was known on for. That was our first game back on TV after being on probation for a few years too. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, I remember the 82 game, obviously, James yeah, Jones came. James Jones. James Jones told me a great story about that because he said Jim Kelly would give him a hard time because, look, he's a, he admits, I didn't get in the end zone, okay? Right. I caught it on the half-yard half, half yard line, but they gave me a touchdown. And he goes, Jim Kelly would give him a hard time about that, and he would say, we would still have had the ball with first down on the one-foot line. We would have scored. It would just take him more time off the clock. Yeah. So you, you're an idiot if you think that was a, a bad call. Jim Kelly eats boogers. I remember that shirt that he had. Nice. No, Jim Gators. Kelly had a shirt. That he said had the Gators, Gators eat boogers shirt. <laughs> That's right. All right. And he was driving yeah. in a truck. He was in a truck in the back seat because he was out for the game. And, and everybody's driving up behind him, and they're going, 
What the hell? Who is? Oh, it's Jim Kelly. Nice. Gators, <laughs> right. Gators eat boogers. That's all right. All People, right, Tony. Well, thanks, man. Let me go back to even back further. This when Carlos Alvarez, Alvarez was being recruited by uh, Miami, which he's, where he's from, from. There, yeah. There was a as Charlie Tate was a coach. There was a uh, a Gator hanging from a noose in his office. Jeez. And he goes, I I don't want to play for you. And so that that goes that's how deep the hatred is there. Fair enough. All right, we're behind on a break, so let's knock that out. We'll come back and uh, keep the phone calls coming. You are listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. There's still a chance for a very isolated passing sea breeze shower into the evening, but most spots staying warm and dry. Low temperatures tonight under clear skies falling into the mid to lower 70s. Tomorrow, sunny and hot highs climbing to the mid-90s. Heat indices closer to 105 for several hours in the afternoon. Again, an isolated sea breeze storm can't be ruled out, but most spots staying dry. In the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Charles says I don't have an offer. If he could triple his money, then uh, I'm guessing Charles is going to uh, to take that offer. 
Do I agree with it going to the lift tour? I don't. Just from what happened at 9-11 with the Saudis involved in that, I could never be involved in that. Never. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. It doesn't feel like a Thursday for some reason. It kind of feels like a Friday. Or maybe a Saturday. That's all right. Thursdays are good. I'm ready for Thursdays during football season because then you feel like you're getting close. Yeah. And, and the time goes flies by during football season. One week to the next. It does. A little buy in there right before Georgia. Yeah, I think that's um, something else going on that weekend. Maybe a golf term I'm playing in. Cool. Although I almost quit yesterday, so. It's every other day. It's the way it is. Every other hole. It'll be good today and see what happens. All right, let's get back to the phones and get uh, Steve to join us next. Hey, Steve, what's up? Steve, Steve, you there? Yeah, now I'm here. Gotcha. Now I'm here. Are y'all at the golf course today? Heck yeah. I was going to come out there, but I decided it was too hot. Um, it is as a usually when usually when Pat's here, that's the that's the mood. Well, that's the way the girls do, right? Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't see teeing off at two o'clock. It was ripping hot. Um, as a pretty much neutral observer, I I think your rankings of uh, of rivalries are pretty good. I think in Tallahassee, they they think Florida's a bigger rival than Florida thinks Florida State is. But that goes all the way back to the '60s, you know. They, yeah. I I don't know who is a bigger rival for FSU. Is it Miami or Florida? Clem- Clemson, Florida, and and Miami. Uh, I think Clemson, yeah, would be third at best. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely Florida or Miami. Yeah, yeah. I, but again, I don't know which one is a bigger rival right now. I think Florida because of. What happened there in the 90s? Yeah, well, but what happened last year with Miami? I think if you ask an uh, FSU fan right now, he might say Miami. Yeah, well, Florida goes all the way back to the 60s when, when they felt like, you know, University of Florida was disrespecting their their little brother and they wanted to get treated a little better than that. But, you know, most of those people are that gone. That hasn't changed. But, yeah. Well, did they finally have they finally had to pass a law to make a play every year, didn't they? It did, yeah. Um, in the legislate the state legislature, later. because I mean, again, at the time FSU was a all female school for a long time, and then they finally got football going, and uh, Florida at the time said, "Hey, we don't want that." And then, um, and, well, through the sixties, they were 
they were not good. I mean, they had a couple of good teams, but they were not good. Um, yeah, I think they beat them in Peter, 67. Peterson did okay as a coach. But uh, then Bill Larry Peterson, Jones, who once really, said, everybody, everybody, uh, what, what do you say? Everybody stand on your helmet with the sidelines in your arm. <laughs> Jeez. Then Coach Larry Jones really, he created a fast wow. fiasco up there. And then Coach Mudra came in, and that was even worse than Larry Jones. And, Say anything uh, about, about Co- bad about Coach Mudra because his son listens to the show, and he has brought it up every time I've said anything bad. I'm not saying anything bad about him. <laughs> well, I can. He was a loser. And then they, well, we'll, then, we'll, we'll give him your phone number. Then they brought in. Then they brought in the guy who taught. We are Marshall the Veer. Yep, he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think I mean if I if I had to look at Florida objectively, I think that Tennessee's gone away, and uh, it's got to be Georgia. Georgia's always the best, and and. Miami and LSU and Florida State. Well, I mean, Tennessee's gone away, but we saw this just a few years ago under McElwain where that Tennessee-Florida game was so amped up. Yeah. And uh, so I, I don't think I, – and I think this year's Florida-Tennessee game will be like must-see TV and it's going to be a huge, huge game. Yeah, this I, one I think first time for in, in several years how important it is. Yeah. I agree with that. I think if uh, if Tennessee puts a good fe- team on the field and they win one time, all they got to mm-hmm. do is win one time, and I think that rivalry's back. Well, it is back. That's what we thought when they won the one time. Yeah, but then it wasn't. And then it wasn't, and Florida yeah, started beating them again. Yeah, yeah. well, you got to sustain it. Yep. All right, Steve. We got to get this final well, break. Thank you. We'll we'll knock it out. Come back. Yeah, you, you too will uh, come back and wrap up a Thursday edition of the tailgate right after this. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The University of Florida has added three new athletes in sprints and hurdles and a new distance athlete to the women's track and field program. The Tampa Bay Rays were unable to defeat the Baltimore Orioles this afternoon, losing the game 3-0. The Rays are still 13 games out of first place behind the Toronto Blue Jays and the first place New York Yankees in the AL East. The Rays will return home for a weekend series against the Cleveland Guardians. The Buccaneers could be facing a serious issue on offense after Pro Bowl center Ryan Jensen went down today with an apparent knee injury and was carted off the field. After practice, head coach Todd Bowles told reporters he is unsure if the injury will be serious. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. 
listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So well, it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Tired of rising prices? International Diamond Center's got your back with some serious price relief the entire month of August. That's right. Starting Monday, IDC's got two incredible offers. First, you can get 25% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 25% off all wedding bands at IDC. Or you can choose two years zero interest financing on any item in our showroom. And IDC will cover your first two payments. It's all part of IDC's Summer of Savings event. If you're shopping for new wedding bands, this is our best offer ever. Whether you're about to get married or celebrating a big anniversary, get the wedding band you love at 25% off. Or if you prefer, option number two, two years zero interest financing and let IDC cover your first two payments on anything. Rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Get ready to save at International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event starting Monday, August 1st at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know what I watched last night? No. Gunga La Gunga. Never heard of it. Caddyshack. Oh. I watched, I watched the whole movie. I, I it was just in a mood. It was on, and I, I said, hey, I'm going to... Yeah, everybody was playing it because it came out, what, yesterday, 40-something yeah. yeah. years ago? And I laughed and laughed and laughed still after all these years. And playing that course that, the year of the 2008 National Championship game, Still one of the great days of my life. It's cool. Yeah. Better than Augusta? No, but it's second. Really? I would put it second, yeah. What about the time we played TPC Sawgrass together? Yeah, it didn't go well. We but, finished third, I think. But it was still a good day. No, I knocked I mean, it on I, the I knocked it on the green on 17, didn't hit it in the water. You. Yeah, I played, I played good. like crap that I day. I played really good. I was still recovering from my knee operation. Oh, that sucks. Where do you see me today, man? We do have You're a in trouble. we do have a cute picture on seventeen together, though. We do. So that's good. Well, you took a video of me, and I realized how bad my swing was. It made me work hard. Yes, <laughs> that was good. Um, Ryan, sorry we don't have time to uh, to get to you. Ran out of time today. No show tomorrow because uh, we're getting ready for Friday Night Lights. Like Napier has asked us to 
give a little prep talk to all the kids that are coming in so we can't do a radio show because of it. So we'll try to get these kids to commit. I mean, that's all we can say. Come we'll be Gators. They're really good. It's not going to be our fault if they don't. That's right. Yeah. We'll do our best. Make that clear. Sam was really good today back in the studio. Appreciate uh, him for producing. Thanks, Sam. Putting up with all of us and appreciate the uh, great staff here at Ironwood. I mean, it's it's amazing how great this staff is. I don't know who, Durr, you hired who like everybody. hires people, but, I mean, they're really good. You hired everybody. Oh, yeah. You can't. So come out and <laughs> see the Ironwood staff. It's uh, always fun being out here and encourage you to uh, to be out here because it's not hoity-toity nope it is not it's what it's all about all right for pat dooley i'm jeff cardozo have a great weekend everybody cheers wruf gainesville u251cg gainesville from the spurrier's gridiron grill studios we are espn